we feel in my community, we feel we have a very a, a good understanding that right now we are watching a movie. We are watching a scripted movie that's being performed for humanity in order to wake people up. In other words, we don't believe that the current president is really the current president. We don't believe it's the same. I don't know if you've heard this kind of thinking, but we believe that he was um, he was removed several years ago. There are a lot of criminals in power right now. And in our way of thinking, they a lot of them have been removed or are being removed and they've been replaced by actors, and that there's a kind of a show going on right now to wake people up and to, you know, to to try to introduce people to to the reality of what's really going on. And what's really going on is that we're in the middle of the greatest war that ever took place on the planet against the real enemy, not against each other. But one thing you said, which we both 100% agree on, and we will always agree on, is that medicine is a human right. All right, I'm talking to Ellie Weber. He is the Kabbalah Guru, which is a YouTube channel um, I've been following for a while, and it's growing in popularity. Um, I feel like I'm having an opportunity to talk to you now uh, before you like really blow up, even though I feel like you've already uh, blown up to some extent. And um, yeah, thank you so much, Ellie. I just uh, love to hear a little bit about your background and, and how you got to where you are today. Right. So, yeah, it's kind of a long story. I mean, a series of stories, but. Basically, what happened was um, I was working in the Department of Education for 20 years as a public school teacher. And um, one day, my administrator, we were working remote, and my administrator asked me to make a video for the kids. I was working special needs at the time. So I made a beautiful video about my peach tree. I'd planted a peach in my front yard and it was a beautiful video. I mean, the peaches were like, they were like hanging on, on the tree in the most, you know, it was just absolutely gorgeous. And I, I really had fun making this video and I, I gave it, uh, I presented it to my, my students and my administrator called me and he says, he says, Ellie, he says, what are you doing? He says, well, what's the skill you're trying to teach here? You know, it's a, you're writing a book. And, you know, so I realized that I didn't want to, I didn't want to uh, make videos for them, but I really enjoyed making the video. So I talked to my son and he helped me get the uh, technology down. And I've been very persistent. I think that's the key to this success in this business is just doing it. I do a video every day, whether I, you know, feel like it or not. Actually, I make about three or four videos a day now. And um, I I lost five channels. I mean, uh, the, YouTube has taken down five channels because I didn't, I said things that they, they didn't like or, you know, whatever they do. They won't really specify when they take you down. They just take you down. And I'm on another channel now, but I am, I'm, uh, I, I do think that I will blow up a lot more because I'm spreading out on different channels and I have professional, I have a, now I have a team of uh, people that are helping me. And so I've been, I've basically been doing this, everything on my own, the editing, everything. And now I have uh, some people to help me. So it's really making it, uh, I think there's a real opportunity to grow. Yeah. I love, if you're okay with this, um, just to hear more about sort of your, your personal story, you know, like. Where, where you grew up and your journey, you know, um, your 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 relationship to Lubavitch, I guess, if, if that's correct, you can tell me if I'm wrong about that and sort of where that journey took you and, and sort of uh, how you ended up, I guess, teaching um, as, as a profession, you know, if you're willing to share, whatever you're willing to share. 
Sure. So I, I grew up in Scarsdale, New York, which is not far from you. And I grew up in a totally secular household. Totally. Um, we didn't know. I don't think we even celebrated Hanukkah, nothing. Uh, and uh, it was a family that I come from a family that's been in America for, for since the 1850s. So it was they were t- completely into uh, assimilation. And I um, I. From an early age, I was a, I was a hippie, more like a hippie type from, uh, you know, 14 years old, really. And even though I was a good student, you know, I had been a good student. I, um, you know, I got into the hippie things and I started playing music and, um, you know, I kind of wandered around the country a bit. And uh, I was from an early age, I, I discovered, I think, the book Siddhartha. I, I was really into spiritual things, as was everyone else at the time. So I've just been I was on a spiritual quest. I did a lot of drugs, a lot of rock and roll, a lot of different things and um, tried a lot of different religious settings. I was hanging out with the Native Americans, doing sweat lodges, did a ton of hallucinogens and uh, through the years and tried all kinds of different uh i had a hindu guru and you know i did all the usual stuff and then one day on um during the summer i was in i was in nashville i was i was i went there to play music but i didn't really end up playing that much music and uh one day on uh on a summer day i was working at the university of uh i was working at vanderbilt university in educational research i knew that i wanted to get into education and I was sitting by my cubicle, and um, I I had um, I had sort of like a vision, and the vision told me to go to synagogue. So I went to synagogue that day, and you know I had never really gone to. I had I knew about Orthodox, um, you know, synagogues, Orthodox uh, Judaism, but I'd never really taken it too seriously. But I, anyway, the the vision said go today. I called the rabbi. He said, uh, "He said, not today's not such a great day today." You know, he says, hey, "Maybe come on Shabbos." You know, we have a nice kiddush, and uh, everything's in English. Then I said, "Today's not really a good day to come." I said, "Rabbi, I, I I really have to come. I couldn't really explain to him why I had to come, that I had a vision." And uh, so I went down to the shul and everyone's sitting on the floor with candles, like, you know, in schleppy clothes. And I was a hippie then. I was like, wow, man, these people are really into godliness. You know, I love this place. I never saw anything like that in a synagogue. So um, it turned out it was Tisha B'Av. And uh, yeah, the Jewish day of mourning, the mourning, the destruction of the temple. It's like the most solemn day on the Jewish calendar. No sitting on chairs even. Yeah. Right. So, so God knew, you know, God knows his, uh, his peeps. And uh, so he sent me there on that day to see it. And I was just like totally blown away. And I, so I went there ever since I went to yeshiva for you know a couple of years after that. I, and sort of, um, I went, you know, I was uh, in Crown Heights for 20 years and I just started making more and more videos and it became a real, uh, a thing. It just, you know, I just stuck with it and it, you know, I, I lost a lot of channels, you know, I had to start over uh, five times, but, you know, each time you start over, it's a little easier. So what did you, what do you feel like you've gained from those younger years of yours when you were searching through different mystical traditions and trying hallucinogens and how much of that do you feel like um, has made you to what you are today? I would say all of it. I mean, it's all one, you know, it's one thing, everything you learn in life is related 
but um, I just, I, I, you know, when I look back, it was, it, I went through some, you know, real painful stretches, but I would say all in all, um, I wouldn't have it any other way. Okay, cool. Um, so if we, yeah, we get to more like the specific, the content of your channel. Um, where does, where does Intel come from these days? How do you think about that question? That's a very good question because um, as a as a Jewish person, um, I have to, Gila and I really have to filter through a lot of uh, Intel sources that seem to be a little bit um, not so friendly to the Jewish uh, way of looking at things. But most of my info comes from Telegram. I have a few channels that I look at. They are tending more and more to be sort of this uh, not so friendly towards the Jewish people, but I have to, so I have to sift through it. So I feel, I mean, Gil and I both feel that we're doing like a shlichus that we have like kind of a mission to to be a Jewish presence in the in the patriot community. Really, we're we're really dealing with um, people who are on the cutting edge of uh, a certain info stream. Um, the the letter seventeen, right? That we're on that uh, that track. We're getting info from uh, inside uh, intelligence, from army intelligence, from from military intelligence. We've been getting it for a couple of years, and to try to incorporate that and to weave it in with uh, the Jewish calendar and and a little bit of Yiddishkeit is uh, that's kind of like our our shtick, and it's uh, we like it. Yeah. How has it felt to encounter the anti-Semitism? I mean, I also I've spoken to a bunch of different people over the years, um, and some of them have expressed, you know, what I would call anti-Semitism um, in to me, you know, and and in their in their beliefs. Um, and and yeah, how how what's the, what are some examples of that in your own experience? And how do you how do you think about that? How do people get sucked into that? Why does why does that become such a a, a common thread in this community sometimes? I think it's really from utter ignorance, and I, and that's why it's so important that people like you and I are out there on uh, on the in, you know in the social media platforms. Um, why Jewish people should have a very strong presence? It's not something to be ignored. Uh, it's it's some of it is quite vicious. They tend to link. I mean, there there's certain thought streams that they link up. They link up. Jewish people with the idea of the Khazarian mafia, which there's absolutely no relationship. There may have been some, you know, some connection at some point in history, I think in the 1800s, not, not 1800s, the 800s and around 800, um, uh, you know, common era, there was some kind of connection in Russia, but th this is a, um, an, a, a, a movement that is, um, driven by a kind of blind ignorance when it comes to Judaism and Jewish people and the Jewish calendar. And they just, they really just don't know any better. I feel, I mean, I don't think they're vicious people. I just think they just, they, 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 they don't know any, they've never met Jewish people and they just make assumptions that all Jewish people are X or Y. And that's, it, it's very dangerous and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's fairly persuasive pervasive i would say although on the other hand there are a ton of people that really want to hang out with jews and find out what we're really about so there you know it, we have this kind of negative stream in some cases but i would say in general the real the big picture is that 
people really want to know from Judaism and they really want us out there and they really want to mingle with us. And I think in this great awakening, in this process that we're undergoing now, that all people are going to be united and it's going to be amazing. So we're just dealing, I think with, I mean, the, the Rebbe would say that we're dealing with like the, the Saras maybe on the, on the garment of Mashiach, we're dealing with just some outer issues that need to be cleared up and need to be, you know, the Jewish people need to be involved. I mean, I, I, I feel that I feel like, you know, I, Gil and I feel somewhat lonely out there. I mean, there are others, but uh, we, you know, we work together. We, when we find something with some, there's particular power players in, in that movement that are very, um, very negative towards uh, Jews, and uh, we we confront them. We were saying, "Well, what are you what are you talking about, man? We don't know from what about the the thirteen bloodline families from the uh, the country V near Rome? I mean, they're the ones. Nobody even knows their names, and we, everyone seems to brush over that and go right to the oh, it's the Jewish Khazarian mafia, and there's nothing Jewish about the Khazarian mafia. So. Um, that's really the issue that we're dealing. We're really dealing with ignorance. I don't think these people are malicious. Some of them are. I mean, my um, my friend Gila has encountered uh, certain certain people in the patriot community that are openly uh, hostile, but th that's not. I don't think that's the general case. Yeah, yeah. A, a main sticking point. I wouldn't call it a sticking point because I'm not. I never debate anyone on my channel. I never push back we, really we, we don't either we, yeah. we don't we don't debate people but one of the things that comes up is is whether or not the holocaust happened and what the holocaust is and so um you know you might have someone who says you know i love jews and i love i love jewish culture and whatever but uh, i don't i don't believe the holocaust really happened or if it did happen you know it's a very few jews died in it so how do you think about that that kind of thought stream I think it's absolutely disgusting. And I mean, Gila has uh, grandparents who were in the Holocaust and uh, they there was there's a guy in the patriotic community that confronted her, you know, openly and said there there's no Holocaust. I mean, and she's like, well, my, you know, my grandparents had tattoos, you know, I mean, it, it's like how they get this. They're just completely ignorant. And it's um it's very unfortunate because because the the great awakening the the era of Mashiach is about humanity coming together. So to hear this kind of Holocaust denial is uh you know it's it, it's really uh, disturbing. I don't think it's like you know I wouldn't say there's. I'm hoping it's not like a pervasive kind of thought stream, but there are a lot of people the the heavy duty thinkers at the top that are really guilty of uh, some serious uh, breaches of of intelligence, really. I mean, how do you, you know, how do you deny something that's right in front of your face? I don't know. Yeah. And so to me, that sort of gets, you know, one of the big questions in my life, you know, as a human being navigating this world and, and the question that I, I bring people onto my channel for, the main thing I'm interested in discussing is how do, how do we vet? How do we know, you know, what to find? If someone's a Holocaust denier and they need, to, or someone's on the fence, let's say, because I imagine some people watching this might be on the fence. They say, I have this this guy that I watch and he says, you know, very few people, very few Jews died in the Holocaust. There's another person that I watch, he, he believes in the Holocaust. How does someone uh, sort of come to the right conclusions in life? You know, how, wh wh where should they go for answers when, when they have conflicting sources of information like that? 
I mean, I personally, as a researcher, I mean, I do a lot of research. I look for confluence, meaning where two rivers come together. I look where points join. Like I look for um, different thought streams where they where they where they're in agreement. And you know, if you have like this one point, like this this um, person that was uh, confronting Gila, he's kind of like he's off by himself, but there are a few other, you know, rivers that join with his, but mostly, most of the, I look for that, you know, agreement in, um, but, you know, right now, the information you really have to dig, you can't, it's, you can't take anything at really at face value, because actually, in, in that case, in terms of like MK Ultra and what the, um, what the government has done, is that they they will say the same they will have 40 different channels and 40 different broadcasters say the same lie over and over again with the same phrase so you know in a way that throws off my whole idea of confluence because they all are in agreement so if you if you were looking on the mainstream media platforms you would hear some you can hear some outrageous lies that are backed up from many sources so that but i so i guess what you need to do is find sources from different um in different contexts and different uh, thought streams and find out where they agree, where they meet up. Yeah. And there's an audience member, I imagine, who like is sort of struggling with this question. Would you encourage them to like go to a library and take out a history book on World War II to learn about the Holocaust? Uh, I think the, 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 apparently from my research, the, um, the books are problematic as well. I mean, yes, from, yes, they could take out a book, uh, but, I've heard that all the history prior to 1900 has been basically rewritten, that there are no real history books from before that. And, you know, if you look at the thought stream, I don't know if you were involved with the thought stream about Tartaria. Have no, you... no, please. Yeah. But also, certainly my audience will, will be new to it as well. So I'd love to hear. Yeah. Right. So the this thought stream is saying that our entire history has been rewritten and it's written by... Um, a kind of a a very hostile a, a a group that's hostile to humanity, and they're not entirely. I mean, I don't want to go off the rails here, but they're not entirely human. Let's say, but there's there's a force on the planet that um, is invested in the destruction of humanity, and that's I think what we saw with with this um, thing. I don't want to mention on YouTube, but we saw a um, a very call the jab. There might be only audio yeah. listeners, so we're yeah. talking about the jab. Okay. Okay, you, you call. I on my channel. I'm. No I'm. Uh, I have the. Uh, You're afraid. 100... I know you. This will be on my channel, not your channel. So you don't have to worry about. Uh, <laughs> right. Getting, I'm not. Getting but I don't down. want to do anything to hurt you because you're very important. I know. Um. But. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's a force on the planet. I mean, if you do, if you if you if you try to figure out what makes sense, does it make sense that this thing that there's a 40% higher death rate right now, it, you know, it, it does that make sense? So was this done intentionally? You know, that's something, another thing that you have to really uh, check out your own heart. But um, my research is that, so this is, this is like the idea of confluence. My research is, is pointing to the fact that this was perpetrated against mankind with a very, for a very, um, uh, with 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 a vicious intent and this kind of um energy has been promoting wars for many many generations probably thousands of years they've been pinning humans against each other 
it, it, do you know about the Georgia Guidestones? No, no, please. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the, the Georgia Guidestones were um, an open declaration of war against humanity that were, um, that were laid, that were um, put in place in Georgia. Uh, they had like five pillars and they basically said that we are going to eliminate, I think it's 95% of humanity in order to to live in balance with the uh, with the earth this is their this is the purpose this is what drives these people and they were we believe that they also eliminated a very advanced civilization that lived on the planet before uh you know our records show and again i think our records were tampered with if you look at if you look at let's say just in your neighborhood you'll see you'll you'll find you'll you'll see a church you'll see a catholic church and it's magnificent and it has these vaulted arches and and stone pillars and uh so we're saying the the tartarian narrative would say that these structures were built a long time ago and that there were a lot of structures like this before this vicious um this vicious tyrannical um, force, you know, destroyed much of our history and much of the records and much much of the architecture that was already here. How long ago was it they started believing in this Tartarian uh, narrative or you know, adversary? Right, you know, it it comes in waves. This this kind of just uh, dis, you know suspending disbelief. It's funny because you know I talk, you know the the expression suspending disbelief. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when you watch a movie, you suspend disbelief and you get into it. I I stopped watching movies many years ago, like 40 years ago. So I'm no longer able when I watch a movie, I'm just like, okay. it it doesn't it doesn't compute to me, but right. So in in the same sense, in discovering what's really going on on the planet, we go through kind of like, or I went through different hurdles or different um, let's say different plateaus of understanding like for example many years ago somebody said that there was a there was a um, conspiracy and that's what happened uh, to the uh, to the towers that there was conspiracy now this was maybe 20 years ago and i said what are you crazy i mean that's insane and now i totally embrace that uh, that concept that, that it was you know a planned thing that you know anyway the, the, this whole thought stream if, if it's new to your to your to your people it would it, you know it will require but anyway so you go from plateau to plateau and you just you know there's times you know so so that was like a belief that i held you know i held that the iraqi war was a just war and that there was really an issue there and that you know bush was doing the right thing and i no longer hold to that i mean as i accumulate knowledge and investigate these um, thought streams. The, there's a lot more to this, I believe, than meets the eye. But it's it really would it it's gonna it really requires and it's necessary for people like on your channel more than people on my channel to really examine their own hearts and and step outside of their own lives of their own entertainment their own the things they do to you know to pass the time the movies they watch the games they play and and really spend some time examining the structure of reality like what really makes sense and 
it's going to be in, in order for us to move to the next level of uh, existence, which is, I believe, the Great Awakening, the era of Mashiach. It will require a lot of people to wake up and move outside of their comfort zone and you know go come to channels like mine where people are fully aware and in agreement about what has been going on since biblical times i mean we're we're talking about moilech in uh in leviticus we're talking about don't pass your children through the fire i mean there's this it's a it's a tremendous you know i don't i i don't want to you know say too much just because um it it really requires a a lengthy investigation, but I would say it's it's going to be it's imperative that people start to, you know, we're so busy making a living, we're so busy paying the mortgage, we're so busy, uh, you know, in our relationships and and with our kids and just trying to get by that we don't have time. But I would say that in your free time, if you can, you know, stop entertaining yourselves with movies and TV or whatever that is even internet and really, you know, try to look outside of your own comfort zone and, and try to make sense of what's going on in the world right now. Because, I mean, we feel in my community, we feel we have a very, a, a good understanding that right now we are watching a movie. We are watching a scripted movie that's being performed for humanity in order to wake people up. In other words, we don't believe that the current president is really the current president. We don't believe it's the same. I don't know if you've heard this kind of thinking, but we believe that he was um, he was removed several years ago. There are a lot of criminals in power right now. And in our way of thinking, they a lot of them have been removed or are being removed, and they've been replaced by actors. And that there's a kind of a show going on right now to wake people up and to, you know, to to try to introduce people to to the reality of what's really going on. And what's really going on is that we're in the middle of the greatest war that ever took place on the planet against the real enemy, not against each other. So it's not about countries. It's not about religions. It's about humanity destroying once and for all an evil force, a satanic force, you want to call it, you want to call it the forces of Moilech, of, uh, you could say they're, they're, you know, I mean, I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to go too far outside the box, but these are, these are forces that are not entirely human, let's say. Um, and, you know, all these things that I'm telling people right now, we're going to be like, whoa, what is that guy talking about? But as you grow and as the information is uncovered, and it is going to be uncovered probably fairly soon, you will have to face, we will all have to face some of these information streams head on. And um, it could be a great shock to a, a lot of people when they find out what's what's really going on. But right now, we believe that you and I are watching a movie with with the politics, with the the things that we see. With the is just a production to, that's designed to wake people up to the the truth. Mm -hmm. Is was um was nine eleven uh, the first conspiracy that really hooked you? That made you sort of stop believing the mainstream narrative. I didn't really, I didn't really appreciate 9-11 till later. I don't, I think it was, um, 
I think I was told at a, at a Shabbos table, I was out of town, I was at a Shabbaton uh, many years ago, and, and somebody mentioned, uh, uh, my my host mentioned that there was, that there was a, um, a very hidden but prevalent uh, force on the planet that was doing bad things to children. And that that really propelled me. I just at that moment I was able to suspend disbelief, and I was saying, "Well, that that doesn't sound right. I want to check it out." And from doing, I started doing research from that, and I stumbled into um, an an intelligence stream that comes out of uh, military intelligence that. Um, is uh, corresponds to the letter the number the letter that has the number 17 in other words if you go through the alphabet and you count up to 17 and you get to that letter that's the letter that is um it's a uh, code for military right. yeah it's a, it's a code for military intelligence that's been um it, it's the greatest uh, download of 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 intel into like for regular people in the history of mankind. And it's, it's so by examining that thought structure and, and following that thought stream, I was able to uncover a lot of these, uh, these issues. How long ago was that approximately? Like three or four years ago, but I've and always you... been on the fence a bit about the nature of reality. I never really, it, it never like living in Scarsdale. I never really could understand that the purpose of life was to go to a good college and get a good job. It, it, it just, you know, I mean, so I, I had that kind of mindset from the get go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I have a list of questions, but I don't want to look at it. I want to just sort of linger with what we're talking about and make sure that, you know, I let it, you know, fully sink in and um, you know, we, we take our time with, with these, uh, with these thoughts that you're sharing. Um, it's very important that people start to at least even if you don't, even if you find it outlandish to just start to um, introduce yourself, I mean, one way or another, you're going to learn about this and you're going to probably learn about it fairly soon. But um, you have to ask yourself, was the the medical situation that we went through in the couple of years, did that make any sense to you? I mean, that that's, I think, a very good starting point. And if you start to examine who was behind that, you will eventually find yourself face to face with some of the creatures that I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm thinking back about um, what we were talking about earlier, the anti-Semitism that, that you and I both have seen, you know, from all places, including including this community, for sure. You know, I think of uh, Ghost Ezra, which is a telegram group, which I've been a part of for a while, which is very deeply anti-Semitic. Um, and different people that I've spoken to over the years uh, for for various, you know, channel related stuff. Um, I wonder if there's a sense that things that we don't fully understand, we tend to label as evil. Um, and that's, I think, as a cause of anti-Semitism and as something that which, you know, we need to sort of just be careful in general about how we throw around the label evil. Does that, does that sort of resonate with you at all or no? Not at all. I, I mean, you know, it's, it, there is, you know, it, it's, it's hard to see it from where you're, you guys are sitting, but it, once you, you open your eyes, man, there is, it, it is a very real and it's, I mean, it, it, it takes place underground. It's, it's nothing we can see, but it is, it is massive and prevalent. And it is, 
it is running our world. They are running our world. But that that's what this whole war is about, is to free mankind from from really from debt slavery, from medical slavery, from information slavery, from education slavery, from you know, from energy slavery, from technology slavery. I mean, it's just this is a call to leave Mitzrayim, to leave Egypt, to leave the narrow place, to leave the matrix. We are in the matrix. I mean, some more than others. I feel that I'm on the cusp of a real liberation from the matrix. I'm I'm kind of outside the system now because I don't have a regular job and I'm I'm finding a ways to produce income and um, abundance without having to really engage with uh, evil. You know, it's, and yeah, I, I wish, you know, I wish what you were saying was, was true. I wish it was just, we're looking negatively at, you know, we just don't know about it, but the there you can find out about it and it is a hundred percent evil, man. It's, it's, satanic there are people that eat that you respect that wear ties and went to great universities and run corporations and run you know and are heads of uh you know state you know governors and presidents even you know that are involved in satanic uh practices mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the other thing which i thought about while you were telling your story um and i wonder if this resonates or not is is the way in which, you know, a story which I've heard from a few different people is that they they realized at a certain point shortly after, let's say, 9-11, that 9-11 was a, a false flag, that it wasn't actually um, a terror attack. And and once and once that dawned on them, all of a sudden, every source of information that was sort of presenting a, the standard narrative was suspect. So every media source, every historical source, everything. And... They anything any 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 mainstream narrative just became immediately suspect, like immediately unacceptable almost. Because you know, if if the government can can kill thousands of people that way, then then they must be doing much 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 more than we know. And if no one can you know realize this, and so and so right. So again, you're pointing for the jab again. This this idea that if if one of these things is true for whatever reason, someone believes it to be true, then everything follows, and there's like no there's no stopping the chain of of um of causality there. Does that does that resonate? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, what have your experiences been with the medical system in general over the course of your life? Um, do you know any doctors? Do you know anyone? Have you had any good or bad experiences with doctors in the past? I do. I've had good experience with doctors. I've also had bad experiences with doctors. I would say at this point in my life, uh, the last place you'll ever see me is in a doctor's office or in a hospital. I don't have medical insurance. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in anything they um, anything they present anymore. I I have um, you know I have some health products on my channel that I indulge myself in, and I you know I stay healthy. I I try to exercise, but um, you know personally, I I I don't have a problem with doctors. I mean, I have some friends who are doctors, a lot of friends, several friends. I mean, Gila's a dentist. You know, I mean, she's she's a good close friend, and um, I have other close friends. But the medical practice in general is um, is is another arm of this satanic uh, force, in my view. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't I don't want I don't have anything to do with you know in terms of my own personal thing. I. You know, people say you don't have insurance. I'm like, yeah, I don't. I don't want it. I don't want, you know, I just, I 
don't think I don't see myself unless maybe if I broke a bone, God forbid, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't see myself ever seeking any kind of medical treatment, knowing what I know now. Let's say you have a friend, a close friend or a child or a loved one or someone, you know, in our lives. This, again, this is not about you. I don't care so much about you, but for the audience, right? I'm talking, imagine I'm an audience member and I'm inhabiting their position in life. And so they have a friend or themselves who has like some severe pain uh, or maybe migraine headaches, or would you encourage them to go see a medical professional or no in those situations? I wouldn't. No? I mean, there there are plenty of uh, of cures. I mean, I, I have on my channel, I have three products that I promote. And um, the, the whole medical model is, I mean, it's it's designed, you know, it's it may not be designed to, to help people. I mean, it could be in the short run, but generally most of the things they give you lead to having to take other things you're uh, once you're in their hands you're uh, you're in big trouble i mean yeah if, if you have like a little thing i mean i would personally if, if i had a child now i would i would not bring them for any of those childhood uh shots i would not even i would stay far away from it you can see the you know when i was a teacher there were a lot of um there's a great uh, increase in autism, and um, you know, every all the all the experts will deny it up and down, and they'll deny a lot of things, man. They, uh, but the truth is truth, and uh, yeah. So I mean, I it's not doctors, but the medical community at large, and the way the whole system pays off people to do things within their, you know, th- their their way of doing things. Um, they're having, you know, their stories are coming out now about people that were paid off to promote this last, uh, the jab and, uh, it's horrific, man, what they're doing. This is, I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can say it on your channel, but you know, the H word about the, during the second world war. No, it's the H word. You know, the, the thing that, that happened to Jews. Holocaust. The, yes. Holocaust. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, you, you, you can, you can say that. Yeah. I, I can't say it on my channel. No problem. Um, you know, I have okay. the FBI, the FBI watches me. I mean, uh, people, the, the teachers who didn't get the, the jab are on an FBI list. So I'm like automatically, you know, they, but anyway, um, yeah, I forgot, I forgot my chain of thought. I, the um, Holocaust related to the jab. Yeah. yeah I would say. You know, I, I had my channel removed for saying that, but that's what it is, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have there been any over the years, you've been in this community for a long time, you know, you've been making videos for a long time. Have there been any like predictions that you were sure about that didn't pan out? Like, how do, how do you think about those kind of things or other people, let's say other people have made predictions and how do you think about predictions and that don't, they don't come true? How do you, yeah. What are your thoughts on those things? the the predictions from the intel communities that i follow they they always come true it's a but the timing we we can't pinpoint the time they don't tell us when things are going to go down but um i i would say 100% uh you know have i have i have set a lot of dates through the years that did not come to pass but the events eventually do come to pass so it's it's really more about timing i think it also in the in the jewish world they say that the prophets would never uh you know, Jacob didn't want to give a date for the uh, for the Geula. He 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 had the date in mind, but he didn't want to tell us. He couldn't tell his sons that the dates are are uh, beyond human understanding. But in terms of uh, the thought stream that I'm involved with, hundred percent on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Going back to medicine for a second, because this is a very interesting topic for me. 
Um, is there anything good that the medicine, modern medicine has given us? Like, I know you don't like vaccines, um, you know, like any, any medications, any like, like reduction in infant mortality, like, like modern childbirth, anything you think is a, is a benefit for society? I, 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 from what I understand, um, you know, the, according to one source I heard recently that the, the, it could be that after you, you've, you've heard of med beds. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, so that, them, but my audience hasn't, so I want you to explain. Yeah. Right. So, so med beds will basically cure all disease using like vibrations and music and sound and, um, Tesla healing, um, um, strategies. So, um, the med beds will cure everything. Are there things in, you're asking me, are there things now that are worth doing? Yeah. yeah. Or anything to feel grateful for, anything to be impressed by. In the medical community? Yeah. I think their, their, their treatment of, of, uh, I, I would, I, I, I can't, I honestly can't think of anything. I mean, medicine should be, you know, health should be a very basic human right. We should be living very long lives. We should be eating decent food. They, they also deny us decent food. They, they poison the, the food. And um, I would say the, the, you know, if, if, like I went for a walk to uh, on Shabbos to the synagogue by me and uh I saw a new building going up. I said, you know, I said, wow, man, that's pretty cool. The the economy's not so great. What's the new building? I asked somebody in Spanish, KS, uh, KS. So he said, uh, it's a hospital. You know, there's a lot of money, man, a lot of money involved. And uh, is it kosher? You know, I, I don't see it. I don't see it, man. You've never you never known someone who's like had their life saved in the hospital, maybe from cancer, from a heart attack, or for anything. I that could that could happen, but th there's so many better ways to deal with these things. There's you know there's a holistic there's a there's a real there is real healing on the planet. There are real healers, and if once we get outside the matrix, once we get out of this one thing fits all. In other words, all medicine does the same thing. I mean, the treatment of of the the disease C the you know the um cancer or COVID COVID both both okay. are, are just you know um I don't know I you know I mean I it they're horrific but one thing you said which we both a hundred percent agree on and we will always agree on is that medicine is a human right and I believe I think you said this Everyone should have access to medicine, regardless of their ability to pay. And I think it's a travesty that we live in a country where the number one cause of bankruptcy is medical debt. I think that's a horrendous crime. Um, and we're the only developed country in the world. Can you imagine we live in the only country in the world where medicine is not a human right? I think, you know, that to me, I don't know, speaks volumes about our, about our country. I don't know what you think about that, but that's my opinion. Yeah, I, no, I agree with you, but I, I, but I think even better would be real medicine instead of this uh, phony, uh, phony baloney. Um, you know, let's in, let's in do real medicine. Way. In real medicine, where they do like testing, would it be like like they like take populations of people and test and and see which ones are effective, which are not effective, and would there be like journal systems and like ways of like publishing findings and sharing information in, in the community of doctors, like in, in the real system, would that, would those be things you'd expect to see? 
Yeah, it'd be instant. I mean, instantaneous. It wouldn't be this, uh, you know, experiment on humanity. It would be the the information would be relied uh, relayed to each other, you know, instantly. But it would be, um, you know, real healing methods are available. We have a lot of these technologies. It's just that the matrix won't allow it because just like cars, we we have the ability to run cars on on a tank of water, on hydrogen fuel, on you know, on on. Uh, you know, magnetic energies, but the, the auto industry, see what they did to Tesla. I mean, they just totally uh, destroyed the man because he had technologies that would put them out of business. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts on taxation? Totally illegal, uh, except for the, in the new system. Have you heard of Nasara Jasara? I've heard, but my audience hasn't. So we got to define all the terms. <laughs> okay. So Nasara Jasara is the new program that will come into effect soon. In fact, it's probably already in effect. There will be no taxation. All credit card debts will be forgiven. All debts, you know, mortgages, you'll be, in fact, you'll be paid back for some of the illegal interests that they collected through the years. Um, and uh, yeah, it's so... I forgot. So you're talking about Nassara Jassara. Uh, you, I, I brought up Nassara Jassara. But, taxation. Um, We're talking about taxation. Oh, taxation. Yeah, it'll be. It's totally illegal. Totally. Mm -hmm. anything, and, the IRS, for my knowledge, as at least the federal IRS has been taken into the treasury. So there, as far as I'm concerned, the IRS is the federal IRS anyway is is gone. So if you're paying taxes, you're it's a voluntary. You're paying taxes because you want to. Mm -hmm. It's not mandatory. Mm -hmm. in, in a system of government, in a, an ideal world, after Nassar Jassara, um, is the government going to provide services to poor people and things like that? Is the government Absolutely. going to- Absolutely. Yeah. There'll be a distribution of wealth. There, there will be no, no poverty. There'll so be where, no- is, is the government going to collect taxes in that world or no? No, they won't need to. They'll, they'll, there's so much. There's so much bounty here. There's so much gold. There's so much silver. Everything will be gold and silver backed, by the way. And the quantum financial system will be in charge. They will. The quantum financial system knows everybody. I mean, we won't have this. Are you familiar with the um, with the uh, uh, birth certificate situation? I, I'm I'm I am, but you got to translate everything to my audience. I, I watch right. you, Ellie. I'm I'm a fan of you. Uh, so I, I okay. Background, but so, my audience doesn't. <laughs> so yeah. So so they've been they've been basically stealing our lives since um, for for a long time, and they have this whole scheme where they where they get your birth certificate and they they trade you on the stock market on this some kind of you know market. They have some way of figuring out how much taxes you will pay during your lifetime, and they trade you and they. But um, yeah, taxes are totally illegal, and it's we're going to be moving into uh, into an era of God's law, of a law that make you know of laws that make sense. Right now, we have satanic law. Like if you go to a court, you know your lawyer might tell you, as I I once had a like a court case against that I was involved in, and my lawyer said, you know, it really depends on what the. Uh, what the arbitrator feels like, you know, if, if he's having a good day or how many people he turned down, it has nothing to do with reality. And that's how our legal system is. It has nothing to do with justice. That has to be completely changed. And all these systems are about, they are behind the scenes. Everything is being changed. I'm, I'm sorry that I, you know, that I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I really appreciate this interview, but you know, it's, 
and it shows me like how far out there I really am because I I really really desire my I'm trying to restructure my channel so that I can be more um, so that people you know regular folks can understand what I'm talking about because if you're living in the matrix all this stuff will sound like science fiction it'll sound like I'm a looney tune but once you understand like you said once people understood that. 9-11 wasn't a real thing and that the people who who supported it and said it was a real thing were no longer trust you can no longer trust their information um you know that opened up the doors to a new kind of perception but when you're in the matrix you you're so frightened to go outside you don't you you don't even, you're you're in jail you don't even know you're in jail that's how that's how bad it's it is in the matrix do you think there were planes on 9-11 or no planes? No, I mean, I'm saying no. I mean, they were holographic. They they have all kinds of holographic capabilities. They, they may pull off a, um, a a world invasion with holographic uh, spaceships soon. I mean, that's something should, people should be aware of. You see a bunch of spaceships outside your house, and people, you know, invaders, scary, you know, uh, creatures. That's those are just holograms, man. I mean, just ignore it. The real the real galactics are friendly. They love us. They're working behind the scenes to remove the evil forces, and and you know everything is set to go. It's really, really right now. The main thing that has to happen is for people to understand that they're in the matrix and 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 to pull themselves out, stop paying taxes, stop going, stop going to doctors, stop. You know, I I don't know about the transportation systems. I mean, personally, I own a bicycle. I don't want to pay a lot of insurance. I don't want to own. Uh, I don't want to finance, I don't want to be supportive of the fossil fuel industry, which is just, for me, total shenanigans. Um, but a lot of people, they, they you have no choice. You know, you're, you're in the matrix, you're forced into, the, you're in prison, you don't need, you can't get out of prison if no one's on the outside. You, you, somebody has to be out there to help you get out. And if you don't even know you're in prison, there's no way to get out. Yeah, one of the things I feel like I've learned after talking to many different people from many different perspectives, and I'm curious to hear your opinion on this, is that one of the big divisions in our society today is just, do we believe in the project of American democracy or do we need like a total to start over and like out with like all of our, you know, three branches of government and, and election system? Is that is that a reasonable sort of understanding of sort of like the emerging political divide in our country or do you see it differently than that? I don't really see that. I don't see that as a problem. I don't see, I mean, democracy is a beautiful thing. It's just it, it, real democracy. When you, when you have a, a selection process that is, you know, where the, where the, the real winner doesn't really win, right. that's a problem. So maybe a better way of saying is, is whether or not our democracy is worth sticking with or whether or not we need to sort of start from scratch when it comes to our government. I think it is worth, I think it was built on very solid, um, uh, godly ideals, and it was divinely inspired, a lot of it, and I think it it could be saved. I mean, we're, the, we're, the way things are going to be structured in the, in the future will not be so much about countries, it'll be more about kingdoms. So there'll be seven kingdoms on earth, like, for example, the... You know, the United States will include, I believe it includes South America and North America and Australia and probably some Pacific islands. So the, the whole structure of our reality 
will be changed, but the ideals, the idea of democracy, the idea of choosing leadership, the, the government, by the way, will be 10% of the size it is now. It'll be tiny. You won't need government. We won't need judges and lawyers. I mean, it even says this in the Bible. We won't need so many you know, guardians because people will just, the, the, first of all, evil is about to be removed and you just, you're going to do the right thing just because you're a nice person. And most people are, you, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a totally different world. I mean, I, I, I know it, it sounds like a lot of the things that I'm saying are, could be interpreted as really negative, but I, you know, it, at the end of the day, what I believe is that we're coming into the greatest period of human history in, you know, imaginable and that we're about to be freed from slavery. We will be, you know, those who choose to leave the matrix will be given the opportunity. I think, I don't know what's going to happen to people who really want to stay in the matrix. I don't know, man. Nothing I don't know. Good, though. Well, I, you know, listen, I mean, there are a lot of people that like the way they things are now. And it, it, for them, it, it you know, it, it, they're in their comfort zone. They got their jobs. They got their, you know, they, they believe in it. And it might be, there's some people that say that we're going to split into two kinds of, of worlds and that the people who are involved in what we call 3D reality will get to keep doing what they're, they're doing. And, you know, they're not, it's not that they're evil people. They're not bad people, the people in the matrix. They just, they can't get out of the box. They, you know, they haven't been introduced to the right ideas. Yeah, I like that. I like that vision a lot. Um I, I talked to flat earthers uh, quite a bit. Um, what are your thoughts on, on the flat earth conspiracy? I personally, I, I have to say that I am, you know, I waver back and forth on it. But at, at this point today, I would say, I don't know. I really don't know. And I wouldn't say it's a done deal either way. And I, I heard that the whole moon landing was a big fake. So, you know, I, I I don't really, I don't, you know, that's a very good question. And it's a question that I ask a lot, but I, I certainly don't, I can't pretend to have the answer to that one. I don't want to put you on the spot now, but if at any point I, I talk to them quite frequently and, and um, if you have good questions for me, I'm always on the lookout for good questions for a flat earther. Um, so if, if you have any good questions for a flat earther, you'd like uh, me to ask, I'll, please, uh, please do share. Yeah. Th thank you. That's yeah. It's, it's a very interesting uh, idea. I, I honestly don't know the answer. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's an important question to figure out? Like if you had an opportunity to sort of, you know, figure it out, would you want to, or is it not, is it not a really important question? It's it's not top of my list right now. Right now, I just want to see humanity freed from this tremendous evil force and, and move into the new age. That's, that's really my focus right now. Okay. Who are some people who you admire, you look up to? Hmm. Nikolai Tesla. Why is that? Because he gave his his life to uh, study alternative uh, energy healings, and you know, I just I just admire him for thinking outside the box and 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 uh, pursuing his dreams. and And he once said something to the effect that an inventor can't have a wife, and um, I understand. Because I'm I'm really driven to do my job. I don't have a wife at this point. I mean, I left my my last wife. I've been married a few times, but I left my last wife. But I, the the kind of dedication to humanity, 
you know, that kind of dedication to where you sort of put aside your life and you say, man, I'm, I'm going for this. I'm, I'm, you know, whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. And, and I really admire that. And I really, I try to the best of my ability to kind of live that and try to like dedicate, um, my time to, uh, helping people open up their eyes to the fact that they're in jail. What happens to us when we die? I I don't think much happens to us. I think we just kind of like go to the next phase. I, I don't think, I mean, Manus Friedman always says, this, there's, no, there's no such thing as death. It's just, you know, I, I don't, I, I, I honestly don't believe in death at all. I mean, I've, I've been with people when they, when they pass over a few people and it just seems like they just, they just go, they, Actually, I had I had a um, I had a real experience with um, you know somebody that I you know I I lost a family member and uh, you know after they passed over they came back to me and said you know I'm fine so I I just I just don't believe in death at all. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful message. Um, so that yeah, it's, it must be a big relief. A lot of people fear death. You know, a lot of people it's like their biggest their biggest fear. It must be nice to not have that fear it's 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 not uh it's it's um it's fake news man what does it mean to be a good person i mean my personal view is that um adam adam uh you know from the garden of eden and that all his descendants are good people you know and, and that they the uh reptilian dna got uh, mixed in to the u- human uh, genome and so if there is evil if there are evil people it's because they probably have more uh, genetics from the side of uh, of Cain and uh, the reptilian uh, DNA and they probably can't really help themselves I I kind of believe that you know, people are by by nature and and this goes across all political you know i don't i don't you know like i'm not, i'm obviously not a liberal but i don't i don't hate liberals my mother's a liberal you know i just feel like people are by nature and, and people who are not awake to what i'm talking about it's not because they're evil it's just because they just don't know and i i think i really think i think humans are just the the crowning glory of creation and i think we're gonna Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I think we're going to realize that soon. Okay, even the Nazis. That was going to be my next question. Do you think they're also good or no? Right. Well, the the Nazis were openly ruled by this reptilian force. I mean, the, if you do some research, you will find out they were heavily connected with these uh, with these um, Dracos, with with the Draco, which is a, a an extraterrestrial race that we believe came and in, into the Garden of Eden and 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 really took over the world in the last couple thousand years. So the Nazis, even in uh, present in Ukraine, these, they all have underground uh, connections. And, you know, when, you know, when you say, when you say even like Nazis, I mean, when you think about the fact that the, the Nazis in the second world war were supported by American industrialists. I mean, they, the, the, the German nation was bankrupt and it, it was only that people like, uh, you know, American industrials, European industrials brought them out. So in other words, this is a move. This is basically the move. This is basically the evil on the planet. So yes, are are they people? 
I I wouldn't say they're people in the way we're people, but they um, they're definitely on the side of evil. So yeah, I I, I guess I don't know if I'm, if that's a contradiction, but I would say like a person who has, you know, basic genetic structure that's uh, human with emotions that has emotions developed emotions is uh, generally good. You know, there are, I guess you're right. You, there are evil. I'm, you know, I'm not sure I would call them people in the way we understand it, but they, they, and they, they could be regular people that are working for these um, creatures. And, and by the way, the, the prevalence in the, uh, in the political in the political upper realms of people that do bad things to children is is something to really uh to note and that's really what got me into this thought stream in the first place when i started seeing if you see all the all these a lot of these arrests of people who traffic and uh do horrific things to to the little ones are um people in power do you think we're headed towards a civil war no, no. But it's a common idea, right, in the community. Do you, do you come across that idea at all? I, I know a, a you definitely war? don't promote that idea on your channel, and, I, and I've noticed that a lot. But I do come across come across that on other channels. So what are your thoughts on that idea? It's um, the the intelligence stream, the, the Q stream that I talk about. They are doing everything they can to avoid civil war. There, there could have been a civil war, but the military, I mean, this is something that people should understand. The military is in control. Like the there is a white, what we call the white hat military, the intelligence committee. And mostly we're also talking about a United States Space Force, that there's a force on the planet that is running things behind the scenes. We don't see them. But this force will not allow us to get into a civil war. There will be no civil war. And the people who say that, they just don't know enough. They haven't done enough research to really under, to understand what's really going on. But if you look at like Ezra Watkin Cone, I believe his name is, he's in charge of a lot of this, what we call de-evolution, which is basically that the, the one you see as the president is not really the president. I hope I hope your channel can sustain this. I don't say this stuff on my channel. I, I'm I'm afraid to say it, but you, you how many subscribers do you have? Not very many. So that's a good sign. Only only uh, about like two thousand. And also Okay, I've... that's that's a lot. That's a lot. But I'm just saying, like, if God forbid anything happened to your channel, you could start fresh. I mean, yeah. that's what I'm, I do. I'm always ready to start fresh. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I, I just hope but because uh, you know, I'm getting to say things that, and it's possible they're not looking the looking you know, the way they look at me. But there is a there is this thing called de-evolution, which means that uh, Mr. T, the commander in chief, signed some uh, executive orders a couple years ago that basically put the military at at a at a point in our uh, evolution because we've been taken over by a foreign entity. The we are basically a captured nature nation. So the the um, the military, the good guy military, the white hat military is in complete control. And they will not allow. I mean, they will not allow a civil war. There's not going to be a civil war. It's just not. It's not possible. And they're 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 doing. They're taking their time about revealing everything that's really happening to avoid intentionally to avoid that situation. Have you ever been in love? 
many times. I'm always in love. I, I hardly, the, the question is, am I ever out of love? Very rarely am I out of love. What are your thoughts I, on love? What can you tell us about, about love? I think it's the, it's the, it's the, the, the glue that holds it all together, man. I, I, I love everyone, everything all the time. I'm constantly, since I was three years old, I was constantly falling. I've been, I've fallen in love with thousands of women in my lifetime. I, 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 you know, I can, I could see somebody one time, she can look at me or she can something, you know, and I will, I will spend the next two days thinking about her. I'm just like, love is, is really that's it, man. That's the glue that holds this whole thing together. That's what makes it pleasant here. So, yeah, even though I'm not like I, 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 I at this point in my life, I, I have to be in love with humanity a little more. I can't actually take it into like I don't have time to have a, like a, a at this point a, a, a like a marital relationship or a, even a girlfriend at this point because I'm so busy trying to get the information out. But um I even even now I have somebody I'm in love with and I it you know we we have an agreement we understand each other and we you know we know she knows that I'm in love with her and I just tell her look I we're not going to do anything about it but um I just need this to sustain me while I'm while I'm in this process wow I I'm, I'm out of questions I have one last question for you which you know you can do what you want with um and and that's it but um I'm curious to just hear sort of what what are some of the lowest you feel like you've been and how you, how'd you get through it? How do you get through the hard times in life? You know, we all go through hard times. I've been in, in bad times, low times. What are some of the low, what's a low point that you can point to and how did you, how did you get through it? Yeah, I re I reached a point where I, I was involved in my twenties with heavy drugs and I was a musician and I got into some really bad stuff. And I also got into the thought stream where I really started to examine the nature of reality and it made no sense to me. I was like, it does not make sense that I was, that I am born here so I can go to a good college and get a good job. I was like, that does not make it. And, you know, the other idea was like, maybe I'm here to just make love to beautiful women <laughs> that, that also doesn't really cut it in the long run. Um, but I've been through some serious, uh, I was in a car crash when I was about 26 that totally not took me out. And it took, you know, I was in, I was out for a couple of weeks. And when I came to the doctors, uh, proceeded to torture me. I mean, uh, consciously torture me because I had been a drug addict. They wouldn't give me pain medicine. I pulled myself out of traction. It was a, a, a really brutal moment in my life where I got to experience severe pain and wow. it took me several years to get over it. But I would say, um, you know, I learned, I had to reinvent myself. And I, I basically spent a couple of years fishing you know, spending time by the water. That's why, that's why God keeps me by the water. But the, the, the enlightenment process, the, and it's a process because we don't ever really get there, but I've been on the enlightenment process pathway since I was, like I said, since I was about 14, maybe 15. And, um, you learn through the years different strategies to pull yourselves out of the low uh, sp spots, and um, you know, come to my channel. I, I have a lot of you know. I talk about that a lot. It's but it's a process. So you know, we I talk about in what what makes a, a a school teacher a good school teacher. You know, I had twenty years of experience. So in twenty years, you have thirty types. You know, you'll have like a, a certain type of wise guy. Let's say. 
you know, over and over again. He morphs into different people. But after a while, you know how to deal with that wise, that type of character. You know, you know what to say to him, you know what to do, you, you know how to get him out of it, you know, and that's how the enlightenment pathway is too. Um, you know, people ask me recently, do I get depressed? And the, and the answer is yes, I do. But I, I have so many strategies that I've developed through the years from years and years of experience that I know if God forbid I get into that, I know like in a few minutes I can bring myself out because I know exactly what to do. But that's that's a lifelong, um, you know, the, the main thing is just to be kind to yourself, to, to be good to yourself, to try with all your might to stay out of the self-critical. We've been, we're, we're bombarded with criticism of self in our schools, in our education. You know, everything is, is, is geared to say you're, you're no, you're no good. You're not good looking. You're stupid. You're this, you, you just have to really fight those, those ideas of criticism and try not to judge others, try not to judge yourself and, you know, and just work, if you just work on one thing your whole life, if, if you just work on that, you will find yourself in a, a very enlightened state eventually. That's really beautiful. There's I'm a glad. lot of hope, man. A lot of hope. It's a, it's a great pathway. We're all coming. We're, the other thing is there are forces on the planet. There are sun, The sun is going through some kind of a change right now. And it's quite possible that we're all going to be um, enlightened naturally anyway. So, you know, either, either way, either it happens from above or it happens internally. We're all at the end of the day going to come into a very pleasant existence. This has been one of my favorite conversations. I don't have anything else, but if, if you have anything you want to ask me before we go, or we could just end it here either way, it's totally. No, but just, I, I also really enjoyed it. I've, I've got, I get to say things that I wanted to say for years. I, I hope your channel doesn't blow up, but um, you know, anytime it's, it's always um, I'm becoming busier and busier. Like I'm making more and more videos every day and I'm, I'm even going to expand that, but um, it's, it's a pleasure to, to help, you know, to, to feel like I'm helping somebody um, develop into a YouTube and just keep at it and don't give up and just, you know, um, your, your questions are gorgeous. Your manner is just beautiful. So, you know, just keep at it. Just keep making videos and don't give up and just keep encouraging people, man, we're, we're coming into the great awakening. Nothing can stop what's coming. Well, it's these conversations that make it all worth it.